0: Welcome, it's indisputable, I'm your host, Rashad Richie, good to be with you. We have a lot on the agenda today. Breaking down news of the day, none other than my dear sister, Sharon Reed, news commentator, Rebel HQ contributor, and extraordinary person. Should be a fascinating breakdown. Top story of the day, Marjorie Taylor Greene claims that she was attacked by a wild woman and we're looking at her with the side eye. Let's put up the tweet, quite interesting. So Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, a known Karen, as a matter of fact, she is in the history books as the first Karen elected to the US Congress. Claims that she was accosted by an insane woman and her adult son. This was at a restaurant. While wow, she didn't say where the incident allegedly took place, she claimed to be a victim of political intolerance by the left. Now, this is quite fascinating, is it not? She gets to literally say on national news that states should divorce other states because of their political position. Their political point of view, we literally need to engage in a civil war type separation because of this political dissension that has always been. Political differences have always been here. Uh, But she says, no, 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 no. they were intolerant of me. Um, The same woman who yelled, heckled the President of the United States during the State of the Union in an outfit that was comparable to her actual congressional representation. There's more. Green, who last week called for a national divorce between red states and blue states claimed the woman's son screamed at her. And she lamented the lack of civility between those with differing political views. People used to respect others. Even if they had different views, she said. But not anymore. Our country is gone. But ladies and gentlemen, I do have to pause on this point and say to you this right here, if you ever need an example of white privilege, boom, here it is. She literally is the person she's talking about. She's the individual who lacks civility. She's the person who continues to violate the congressional rules she signed to follow. She's the person who heckled the president of the United States during the State of the Union. She's the individual who actually said that we are likely headed to a civil war because of left wing policies and them pushing their left wing agenda. That's what she said. Green for her part, once called for the execution also of who? Former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and moved a move that got her expelled from her committee assignments in the previous congress before they were restored by the current speaker kevin no backbone mccarthy now she had an opportunity to actually try to clarify what she meant when she said we need to divorce from state to state first of all No idea how that works, especially with purple states and states that, like Georgia, that have two US senators who are Democrats. So you have no federal representation if you take your Democrats away. And you have other statewide positions that are Republican. What do you do in that scenario? And also eight out of the nine poorest states in the country are Republican states. They cannot sustain themselves without federal dollars, their state budget does not make enough, Mississippi being primary. But here's what she said when given the opportunity to actually clear it up. Here it is.
1: In my life, in my world, I all of my friends are regular Americans. Everyone I talk to is sick and tired and fed up of being bullied by the left, abused by the left, and disrespected by the left. And our ideas, our policies, our ways of life have become so far apart that it's just coming to that point. And the last thing I ever want to see in America is a civil war. Um, No one wants that, at least everyone I know would never want that. But it's going that direction, and we have to do something about it.
0: Let me go ahead and give you some of the cold words so you can pick up on it every time it's said. Number one, regular Americans, regular Americans, quite bigoted people, quite bigoted people. Number two, uh, disrespected by the left, uh, that simply means The left has pushed back on an agenda item that they would like to push down the throats of most Americans, even though most Americans are antithetical to the position of the Republican Party on most items. Number three, our policies and our way of life. Who are they talking about? They're talking about a particular group, a particular identity. They're not talking about the diversity of America, they're talking about the non diversity of America. You see, this is when they reveal to you what they meant by make America great again. This is the great revelation of that proclamation they never could answer during Trump's actual administration. They are now giving you the rest of the story. Sharon thoughts here. Dr. Richie,
2: when your breath stinks, you're the last one to smell it. <laughs> Okay. When you're intoxicated, you don't you don't know it. You don't know it. You're the last person. They gotta say, you're drunk. Sit down. Okay. And you know, when you are a Karen, the mirrors in your home look like you stole them out of a fun house. Very distorted view. I was gonna get on here and fake the funk. You know, I heard there's this show in the morning that sometimes I watch. It has these ladies who they laugh, they cackle a lot, and they discuss the issues of the day and they well, she should get empathy to show her this is what we're capable wrap your arms around her, love her. That's not me, this is great if if it's true because she does not always tell the truth. If this happened, it's great. She needs a wake up
0: call that looks like, I don't know reality, so it's fantastic. Yeah, um, I don't think it actually happened, I think she made Mm. the whole thing up. But we shall see if somehow she produces maybe at least a location, all right? Okay, um, Steven Seagal, you know, the guy that acts uh, as if he knows Kung Fu, uh, he received an award called the Friendship Award from Vladimir Putin. All right, let's go to put it up for a mass here. Uh, this is an interesting saga. Vladimir Putin handed Steven Seagal the Order of Friendship Award. For what his humanitarian work, the awarding of this friendship award was announced on the Russian government-controlled internet over the weekend. The order recognizes people who Russia considers to have contributed to the their words, not mine, bettering of international relations. The 70-year-old actor, who also holds Russian citizenship, has done so since, I think. 2016, uh, has always supported Vladimir Putin. Stephen Seagal was vocal in his support of Russia's 2014 annexation of Crimea. We remember that, he was obviously under some fire back then. And he is not leaving his bromance. In 2018, Stephen Seagal was named as a Russian Foreign Ministry humanitarian envoy to the United States and Japan. That's what we call a play play job. But he was given that play play job and it made him feel important because he's Steven Seagal. At the time, the Russian foreign ministry said Steven Seagal's responsibility would be to facilitate relations between Russia and the United States in the humanitarian field. Uh, including cooperation in culture arts, public and youth exchanges. Last year, Steven Seagal even recorded uh, this very touching, um, and listen.
3: Realize today's a very important day. Today is President Putin's birthday. And uh, I just think that we are now living in very, very trying times. He is one of the greatest world leaders and one of the greatest presidents in the world. And I'm really hoping and praying that he gets the support and the love and the respect that he needs and that all the tribulations that are going on now will be over soon and we will be living in a world of peace.
0: Sir, do you know Kung Fu or not, sir? Has anyone been able to answer that question? Did you take a class? Was it online? All right, no stranger to controversy, let's put it up. Steven Seagal, in recent years, has been accused of many things, including sexual harassment by very powerful people and individuals whom we know. Nothing happened adverse to this particular actor. In 2018, Stephen Seagal was accused of the sexual assault, of Fabiola Dadis and Regina Simmons. The two more more women claimed that Steven Seagal had sexually assaulted them, allegedly when one was 17 and the other was 18, ironically. However, the NDA, Jackie Lacey, declined to file charges against Steven Seagal. Now, keep this in mind, because I'm about to bring something home for everybody. We are right now in adverse conflict with Russia. Russia is an adversarial nation to the United States of America. They are adversarial to our democracy, they are adversarial to our technology, they are adversarial to our international interests. We were talking last year about possibly engaging in the next world war because of Russia. And their murderous rampage. He's still called a patriot, ladies and gentlemen. People are still calling Steven Seagal a patriot for standing with Vladimir Putin. Who's calling him a patriot? Now, those on the left, or those on the right, Christian evangelicals, conservatives, have decided to abandon the United States of America in their narrative about Vladimir Putin, support and embrace actions by people like Steven Seagal, who made pretty much all of his money from America, from us. Do you not find it ironic that no one is going to question his actual patriotism? But let me shine another light here. What if another person would have done all of this, would have received this friendship award? Somebody like, I don't know, Kanye West. If Kanye West would have received the same award, the narrative would be much different. Now, everyone knows my position on Kanye West. Guy obviously has hate in his heart for particular demographics and I have exposed it right here on this show. But you cannot dismiss the reality that two individuals would have very different outcomes with the same circumstance affixed. Steven Seagal is being praised by the right, all right, share thoughts here.
2: I think it's rich that he got, you said it's the friendship award from Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin doesn't even have real friends. Right. He doesn't have any real friends. There's a whole, there's blogs and groups about this, okay? So this is a man who is and has really been for decades Dr. Ritchie trying to remain relevant and he has these strong opinions and he hasn't been relevant in years. I didn't even pick a side when remember he had that feud with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Okay. I never now I'm on Jean-Claude Van Damme's side. I picked that side. Okay. Yeah. This guy is irrelevant, uh, foolish. And you're so right about the hypocrisy here. Okay. Don't watch any more of his movies. Don't yeah.
0: watch any more. Watch yeah, him you- run very strangely. Don't right. do it. They're hard to find. But if you do, don't watch it. Uh, and I will say this, Sharon, I think you can kick his ass. Just yeah. straight up with you. I think you right. right. Yeah. From Philly. Okay. Yeah. All right. girl right here. Listen, there's a story that we actually covered on Indisputable. There's an update. A man literally is getting a medal for killing somebody, and the insanity. Is just starting. Let's go ahead and go to the video.
4: Do you have any weapons? <sighs> teach I don't think so. I had a pocket. knife. You don't think so? Don't pull them out. What did you just stick in your mouth? Yo, those a pill, Let me go. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Put your hands behind your back. Put your hands behind, behind your back. Stop. 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 Get out of me. Stop! 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 Stop resisting, bro! Stop!
3: Stop! Oh my Stop! 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 Stop!
4: Stop! 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 We're
3: gonna shut the tracking on him. You all right? Yeah, are you? I'm alright. I but in my nose, and then tried grabbing at my stuff.
0: The man he killed was completely unarmed. Let's put the picture up, full mass of this now celebrated hero for using a gun, killing. An unarmed individual. Listen to all of the police officers who watch Indisputable. If you want to be called a hero again, people like that must be excommunicated from among the ranks. Let me give you the background. In Colorado, the uh, Pueblo County Sheriff's Office was drawn, has now drawn, excuse me, outrage after it gave a deputy, his name is Charles. Warder, a purple heart, why? For injuries sustained last February. This was during the fatal shooting of a 32 year old Richard Ward. At the time, the sheriff's office had claimed that when deputies arrived, Ward jumped out of the vehicle and headbutted the deputy, breaking his nose. Did anybody see anything like that? No. So, the deputy received the accommodation four days before the federal wrongful death lawsuit by the Ward family was filed against him, other deputies, and the county. Richard Ward was with his mother and her boyfriend to pick up his younger brother from Liberty Point International Middle School as students were being dismissed for the day. Per the lawsuit, deputies approached Ward after they received a report. He'd been opening doors of nearby vehicles in the school's pickup area. Ward stepped out of his mother's SUV for a brief walk, mistook another white SUV for hers, and got on the wrong and got in the wrong vehicle. He apologized to the woman who was driving after he realized his mistake and returned to his mother's vehicle. Minutes later, the deputy confronted Ward. Okay? Now remember, this is a pretty normative dynamic. It happens. So the deputy approached him and shot him three times. The confrontation created a struggle and a killing. Ward was pronounced dead at the scene. Now remember, officers have a plethora. I have to pause on this point because it's important to note. Officers have a plethora of non-lethal devices at their disposal. More non-lethal devices than you would have or myself in that same situation. So they have these non-lethal devices for moments like that. They're trained in combat. What are these devices? Well, they have their police stick. I know that's not the technical term. That's what we call it on Glenwood. They have their handcuffs. They have mace, taser. They also have physical combat training, close physical combat training. required. To make it through boot camp. All of those are meant to do one thing: preserve life for the person, poses no actual threat of death to you or anybody else. You just are a coward and have to pick up a gun, but you want people to call you a hero. You are no hero here. You are a killer. All right, neither deputy offer first class uh, first aid assistance whatsoever to Mr. Ward, both deputies told the police department they were going to provide aid, but felt they could be vulnerable with Ward's mother and boyfriend in the vehicle. Oh, we, we really wish we could save him, but man, this guy has a has a mother that's looking real mean. Heroes, tough guys. Comments under the sheriff's Facebook page post about the awards banquet were critical to the deputy's award. Please tell us what you didn't honor. Please tell us, excuse me, that you did not honor an officer who pulled the trigger on an innocent citizen with the Purple Heart. We are now on national news and it is embarrassing for this community, one person wrote. Let's go to the sheriff, all right? This is David J. LeChero. The lawsuit said in an investigation by the sheriff's office found the deputy's actions comported with and were pursuant to training policies, customs and practices. That's what they said. This is all in the book. The 10th judicial D.A., Jeff Chastner, investigated the shooting and ruled it justified. October 14th, 2022 report. He said the deputies had reasonable grounds to believe they were in imminent danger of being killed. Hey, Mr. DA, your job is to not be a defense attorney. Your job is to seek justice. In the seeking of that justice, why not simply impanel a grand jury, allow the community to make the call? You could have always played the political game and said, my hands are tied. The grand jury indicted. Cassandra Gonzalez, the other deputy president that day, told the PD, Ward opened his coat and reached his side with his right hand. But she wasn't sure if he was armed or not. She also said Ward was resisting arrest and grabbing at the other deputy's duty belt. Meanwhile, Deputy McWhorter said Ward put something in his mouth turned and then opened his jacket to reach inside as if he was carrying a weapon. Per the lawsuit, it was while uh, emptying his pockets. Ward found a loose prescribed anti-anxiety tablet and popped it into his mouth, which is when things took a turn for the worse additionally. Shortly after the shooting, Ward's mother, Christy Ward Stamper, was arrested and interrogated at the sheriff's office. Authorities also kept her car, her cell phone, identification and purse for months as part of their official investigation. Now, once again, this is one of those stories that highlights why many people do not like the police. Obviously, this was a miscarriage of justice. This man should be alive this cop was trigger happy should have been arrested on the spot everyone was baffled why did you kill him? This wasn't necessary now once again, we actually have some remedy for this George Floyd Policing and Accountability Act every American should really be upset at both sides of Congress. I know the Democrats are the ones pushing the agenda, but are they Republicans killed it yes, but if that act would have passed, if Democrats would have stuck to their guns on this, no pun intended, if they would have outmaneuvered the conservative regime that really weakened at that point, if they would have done it, this person may be alive. You see, policy kills people and policy can save them. The reason why this man may be alive is because of the strict nature of prosecution, transparency, and training associated with that act. It would have been implemented by now. That cop would have either a been exposed or likely realized the federal government can now charge any cop at any time with murder. Sharon, thoughts here?
2: Apologies for that, Dr. Ritchie, all Uh, all lies run through this account. And there's so many layers of it, it's hard to keep up. What the officer now awarded said was, What did you just put in your mouth? Not show me your hands, because he thought that the deceased was reaching for a weapon. It's lie after lie after lie. The sheriff who says this is exactly according to training. Who trained them? Laurel and Hardy? Right. They allow if if these people are so dangerous, why did they allow the mother behind the wheel? Of this vehicle, that could be a weapon, never search, nothing, even shut the door, okay? As she conversed and said, Did you call 911? Desperate to get her son help. This is vicious. This is cruel. This is even killer cops. Everybody gets an award here. It's just sick.
0: It's so sick to give the man an award after a shooting that should have landed him in prison. This has to stop. The federal government has to at least have oversight over police misconduct like this. And as it stands now, they don't. They could. I'm gonna give you one solution Biden could do right now, without Congress. Stop the funding of police departments who do not adhere to an executive mandate that he gives. He can take their funding away. It is federal money. He's allowed to do that without Congress. Do it and things change. Keep giving them money and endless military equipment to police citizens. This is your result. We got more on the other side, indisputable, stick
1: and stick.
0: All right, welcome back, always good to be with you. Let me read some of these amazing comments. Um, Don't forget about the watch list, Big homie with Jackson. Through time, same great, amazing show. He talks about things you should pay attention to in news, politics, culture, current events, sports, and more. Check it out right after Unbossed. Uh, Check it out after Unbossed with Nina Turner. Subscribe to the show and watch live daily, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific. YouTube.com forward slash watchlistTYT. Okay, great comments. Glass, Menagerie. I hope I say that right, Dragon. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene doesn't seem to realize the national divorce was ended by Lincoln and her side lost, right? They committed treason, actually, uh, they're trying to do it again. Same people, okay, uh, next T.Y.T. reported, Trump is going to be mad. He thought he was Putin's best friend. You know, I actually think they broke up before he left the White House, uh, according to my insider, all right? Okay, Chi Chi Massey, thank you for that. Dr. Ritchie, has just created the new anti-carry shirt. Go back to your play, play job. There you go. You see, that's creative. You put it in the universe. It's no telling what's gonna happen now, all right? Appreciate that. YouTube member, uh, Miriam Aboui, welcome to Double Dose, I appreciate you so much. Tracy Ravenhawk, member for, member for eight months. I love this show, I love you all. We love you back and thank you so much for that. We appreciate your support. Progressive boomer, member for three months. Thanks, Dr. Richie, Three months of truth. And many more months to go. Thank you for supporting this platform. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I wish you Karen Wood.
2: You want to call the police on them for having a barbecue on a you're Sunday?
4: You must feel free. So back off. I said, tell them there's an African American man threatening my life. Why are you blocking me in? Let me get out of here. Why are you blocking me in? Call security. Why are you blocking me in? You're not going to call security, I am. Go ahead, because you're blocking me in. This is her. You're going to go all over TikTok, lady. Let me out of here. Let me out of here. Can you just get out of the way? If you get out of the way, I can leave. You're literally blocking me in. I have video evidence of you holding me, keeping me in. Can you pickup send someone area? a J2? This lady's blocking my car in. I'm sorry. Can you send somebody to the crate and barrel pickup area? Pickup
2: area is right there, lady.
0: This is Petty AF Karen. Now, Petty AF Karen simply has nothing else better to do than to be petty. It literally takes more energy. More emphasis, more stress to do that than simply to go home, to leave. But once again, in the world of carenicity, things do not have to make sense in order to make sense to the caring. All right, uh, when you stop someone from moving, when you block a person, stop them from advancing, uh, that can be a criminal offense. That can be an intentional tort as well. Uh, A lot of violations here, but here's the thing. When she said, I'm going to call security if you don't, wait a minute. You are the one who's blocking another person. But you're going to call security on yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, I have not seen privilege like this in a parking garage in a long time. All right, Sharon, thoughts here.
2: You, Dr. Richie, you know that saying, if a tree falls in the forest, <laughs> will anybody hear it? Right. If the feds ban TikTok, how will we track <laughs> That's these right. Karens? That's right. How are we gonna keep track of them? Because it's generating so much activity on TikTok. Listen, hopefully you can stop this behavior if you have good friends around you who say, Teddy AF, you gotta stop this. Yep. You gotta stop, you gotta walk away. Stop arguing with everyone for really seemingly no good reason. You're not making any sense. If not, well, as long as we have TikTok, or as long as we have it, we'll see more of this.
0: You know, you just gave me a great idea. Another one. Karen TikTok. (laughs) Karen's all day. Nothing else. Binge on that, wouldn't get anything done at home. (laughs) Right. All right. (laughs) Double dose.
2: You want to call the police on him for having a barbecue on a you Sunday. You're you're I feel so great! That's all! I'm to there's an African-American man threatening my life. I'm not, I'm not parked in front of your house. I'm in front of them. Park in front of your
3: house. If you live over here, park in front of your house. I
4: don't need to. Because you're sleeping. I'm not sleeping. I had I a meeting with my boss. You were sleeping in your house. No, front. you were. I was never. Staff, call 911 i was never sleeping i had a meeting with my boss my mom works from home she was on a call so i can't i don't need to tell you my address where's your mom it doesn't matter
2: it's not your business neighborhood i live here this is my neighborhood where i
4: live down here i don't need to explain to you show me i don't need to show you this is where i live i don't need to live i live right here okay i know you live here okay that's fine i live right here thank you bye have a great day All right,
0: this is another version of prove to me you have the right to exist where you are right now. Put up the picture full mask of this particular Karen. Uh, Now the Karen first approached the vehicle and said, you're sleeping. That would have been me, I would have said yes ma'am. I'm sleeping good as hell too, why are you bothering me? Now sleeping inside of a vehicle is not illegal, I do feel bad that the individual felt she needed to provide so much information about why she could be there You don't need to provide that this is not a governing authority uh, this was a Karen okay she thinks she's a governing authority but she is not The poster of this video said I was sitting in my car a few houses down from mine when this lady has her partner come up to me and ask what am I doing?" I explained, I was on a call having a meeting with my boss. He asked if I lived there. I said yes, and then he was getting ready to leave me alone. And then this lady told him something. So he asked for proof that I lived there. I told him I didn't have to show him where I live. And then this began. So we have an off camera male Karen here that we have not been able to document for this story, Um, but in the explanation, it is clear. That there was a prerequisite. sharing thoughts here.
2: Dr. Richie, the most troubling thing that I heard here is what you noted, the lengthy explanation yeah. to this male Karen when the appropriate response if we don't learn anything else. Two words. Yo mama. <laughs> okay.
0: That's it. I'm not we're not Yo mama. It. I'm going to remember that. That's it. Yo mama. Okay, I got it. Okay, we got more on the other side. It's indisputable stick and stick. All right, welcome back. We got a lot of show left. Let me read a couple of comments. We will continue. Thank you for joining the conversation. Mickey C, the silver haired dragon, please stop arguing with these Karens. Ask them nicely once. If they refuse, call the cops. There you go. Uh, Susie B, if silence wasn't good enough, I know two words that would have dumbfounded the Karen. Three breaths, welcome to Indisputable. Thank you so much for supporting the show. All right, um, a black Georgia Republican wants us to focus on nice slaveholder, uh, the nice white men that owned black people, according to him. Let's go ahead and put up his picture full mass here. His name is Barrington Martin II, a former congressional candidate, Georgia District 5. That is the late John Lewis's district. He tweeted a thread defending good slaveholders. Here are the tweets in question. Let us analyze. Barrington Martin II wrote, we hear about all the horror of slavery, automatically assuming that all slave owners were hateful, vengeful, and sought to afflict their slaves with fear. But it is funny, we never hear about those other slave owners who led with kindness and wanted their slaves to be in the best shape mentally as well as physically. Why do you think that is? Let's put Mr. Barrent's picture back up. Sir, you would have made an excellent slave. And I'm not trying to besmirch whatever your goals may be, sir. If you would like to be a slave, go for it. If you would like to have a nice white slave owner as your boss or being a slave as your profession, fine. That's your goal, that's your dream. Martin would cite a 20th century slavery narrative. From a person born into enslavement in 1851 named Charles Coles. Coles, when describing his slaveholder, said, Mr. Dorsey was a man of excellent reputation and character, was loved by all who knew him, black and white, especially his slaves. He was never known to be harsh or cruel to any of his slaves, of which he had more than 75. Uh, Barrington Martin II uh, says, There's many accounts like this. I am in no way advocating for slavery. But simply showing there are alternative perspectives that have never been shared. Why is this important? It shows how history is presented in a one sided fashion and is meant to maintain an agenda. Now let's pause there just for a moment. So first of all, sir, uh, people do talk about this. This is the standard doctrine of the KKK about nice, respectable, reputable slave owners. We talk about this all the time. Unfortunately, you have adopted the narrative of your own historical presser. There's more. Others pointed out that Mr. Barrington ignored the other narratives displayed in the work he actually cited. He ignored the rest of the story inside of the work he cited in order to paint a narrative contrary from the sentiment of the summary. Here's how he responded when he was called out. They accepted it. Are you not curious as to why they accepted this as human beings? That's horror to you. In present day terms, they spoke about being slaves matter of factly. And some even have positive things to say about it. Does that make Major, you the least bit curious, why? That's an exact quote from him. Franklin Leonard uh, said, did you read the thread you posted? They still include enslaved people talking about being whipped when the situation was appropriate. Them and their parents being bought and sold, being owned by other people. They're not understanding what freedom even was. Is that not horror? People were going to argue about modern day moral compass standards. Barrington Martin II says it was common practice, lol. You guys fail to understand this. You're imposing a modern day moral compass on a something that was so common, it was amoral. What gets me is that you're also uh, virtuous about it. What is easy to be against slavery today, so easy. Franklin Leonard wrote, I'm not curious about it because in my youth I was curious about it and then read enough to understand that a system supported by the ownership buying and selling of people by other people wasn't any more horror than as it is now. I am flabbergasted. Uh, And to Mr. Barrington Martin II, uh, first of all sir, you're one of the silliest people I have covered in a long time. But I do invite you to come on the bullpen and debate me at any time. Uh, Based on your point of view, let's be very clear, even those who crafted the US Constitution wrote in their personal journals the great evils they were committing by owning human beings. So when you suggest that they were unaware because of the culture, you are antithetical to the truth, dear brother. And I call you brother, cuz I hope one day you will be, Sharon, thoughts here. Different
2: point of view, that's my first thought is different point of view. And you take, it's Thomas Jefferson, Sally Hemmings, mm. Barrington would say love story, I call it rape, okay. And yes, very silly, and that's saying a lot because you also covered Herschel Walker and his Mm -hmm. ridiculous statements. And I think Barrington should perhaps head over to Herschel's for a cookout, enjoy some raisins in the potato salad and shut it. It is the most ignorant rambling blog I think I've heard in a long time.
0: Yeah, now um, I encourage people, uh, you can tag Mr. Uh, Barrington. Uh, Let him know he has been challenged to come on the bullpen. Now, Mr. Barrington, uh, Barrington Martin II, sir, uh, eat your Wheaties before you come here. But the <laughs> invitation stands, all right? Okay, we have an indisputable exclusive. A man is accused of stealing his own bike. He did not steal a thing. Here it is. This is my
2: bike. Let me see your ID. On, Let me see your ID.
4: Hey. Yeah. I got the guy, he's got He's got the mongoose bike sitting right here He's coming off the bike path. Hold on. I'm over here, I got the cops with me now too. i just seen them as well. I'm gonna give you my ID. Yeah, so put the bear. bike down.
3: I'm over here by uh, the hospital. Yeah, the
4: I have, have the lock and all that for you. the lock and all that for it. Yes, I bought that it. That don't mean I got
3: a lock too. Just
4: chill up. Hey, mind. chill out, chill out. I know, One, seven, the cops,
1: cops dealing with the rest of <laughs>
4: Let me see. You go to college here? Yes. Yes now.
2: Alright. So you got proof
4: of it, right? Yes, Copy. I have to I have to go on the website. Copy, that's gonna be the individual on the bike.
3: <laughs> Hello?
4: Hello? Yes, I'm his grandmother. Mm-hmm. He purchased that yeah, bike online. Bro, on I got nothing against you. My bike's on sale. You're, You're coming from the same exact okay. way that driveway. So the bike was I'm. From. He, did he order okay. it on his own account? You we're up here at the top of the hill you with know, the. Yes. Okay. All he has to do is just go on in and pull it up. Okay. If he if he can go if he can pull it up then oh, I will yeah, look at it. After okay. So yeah, it made it look a little suspicious, homeboy. Hey, hey, go over there, Deontay. Did you order this on your phone? I noticed. This Can you show me the receipt? Like on yeah, your yeah, you purchasing? Know.
0: It made it look a little suspicious, homeboy. Is what the man said. Not, you know, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. There's more.
4: And the thing I bought with it yeah. is the bike lug. That's like? Yep. All right, man. Peace. You're good to go. That's all that we needed because somebody with the same description bike just the Yeah. No, he's good to go. He just showed us the purchase order. So so who is this Does that guy? purchase order matches that yes. on exactly. the side of yep. there? Yes it does. Who is this person accusing him of something he didn't do? My name is Kyle, ma'am. There's no need to talk. Go over here. I am sorry, sir, I apologize for that. Like I said, my son's bike was stolen. You were just coming in the same direction. I do apologize, man. There's nothing against you. I just want to make sure I get my son's bike back, all right, man?
0: You see, many protocols were dismissed by the authorities because a white man said a young black man did it. Now, typically, if you claim somebody stole property, the first question is, did you file a police report? In that police report, it will have what's called identifying information, such as a serial number, something that makes it really concrete that this is the item. I heard none of that questioning during this debacle. Let's put up the picture full mass of the victim who endured this. I'm going to give you the background, 19 year old student of Hawking College who was stopped on his way home. From work at the campus cafeteria of Nelsonville, Ohio. Here is former Hawking College freshman uh, Deontay Ford with his two grandmothers. Look at that. They love him. A culinary student, Ford was headed home from his job in the college cafeteria. He said he believed the stop was racially motivated. He told Indisputable, and I quote, in some ways, it was a good thing. I learned from it to always have proof and identification. You know, it's a sad reality, young brother. You do The proof is you are in possession of the item that proves that you have either a faculty of operation or b ownership. That's how the court looks at it. Okay, anything else is a violation of your rights and a violation of protocol. Investigative prowess, we call it. Um, the grandmother, Cassandra Aaron, showed indisputable the bills for his semester at college. So he's paying $7,000 according to that bill. That bill, he's paying money to be oppressed at that campus. That is insane. Ford withdrew from this program on September 9th, the day after his police encounter. Ford's grandmother said their family, uh, they weren't going back to risk him staying in that area. She said they initially thought he would be uh, on the diverse side of the campus. And there is a diverse side of the campus according to the narrative. But she said his dorm was more than 20 minutes away by bicycle. We don't feel safe, she told Indisputable. With him driving around on his bike at night, the day we had to move him. That day we saw Confederate flags in the rural area he was staying in. It was the kind of place my mom and dad would say, don't you dare go there. Once again, sad reality because you have a constitutional right to travel wherever you choose. Let's put it up. All right. Incidentally, a band of Confederate soldiers looted and burned Nelsonville, Ohio in 1863. They are obviously proud of this heritage. Aaron said she wrote a letter to the president of Hawking College which was not returned, she told Indisputable. Only a bill from the school. That's it, Pay his money. College's financial aid website says refunds are not issued after the first day of class. Here's the president of Hawking. Yep, Betty Young is her name. Now, President Young, you have a decision to make here. A simple statement at this point would do, the student has withdrawn from the program. You may want to consider refunding the money, at least prorate it. I'm a professor myself, I understand some of the nuances of collegiate activity and campus culture as it relates to the police. Uh, protocols are violated, at least show that you are a student advocate, if you are able. Sharon, thoughts here?
2: I'm guessing she's not able, okay? The refund should be available for racial profiling because that's what we saw and I want to thank you for clearing it up with this young man who's been indoctrinated to believe that he has to like really, ex slaves freed slaves had to carry their papers in this country. Is this not a lesson that he should have to carry around proof that it's his bicycle? That's sure. not a lesson that he needs to learn.
0: Right, and and I want thank you for saying that. And I want to say this to the brother because I know he's going to see this. Um, we understand, all right, we understand. So here's what I would like you to do. There's a different overview. Sometimes there are things that happen where we are to learn a lesson. But there are other times when we are to give the education. And dear brother, I would like for you to consider that what happened to you? Puts you in the position of educator, all right? We got more on the other side. It's indisputable
1: stick and stay.
0: Welcome back, a lot of show left. Let me remind everybody, I need your help, all right? There is an imposter, an indisputable imposter, all right? Sometimes it pops up as just indisputable, Sometimes it's me, they are impersonating the franchise, all right? It is not me, it is not real. So in order to make sure we protect our communities, if you see this, number one, I'm asking you to report it swiftly. Number two, say something, say clearly, this is not doc, okay? So other people will see that. Uh, And if you would, make sure you email us, support at tyt.com, support at tyt.com. Got a lot of comments. Let's get to it. Stop Dragon says, doctor, you know there's a whole economy of extreme black conservatives whose sole means of remuneration is to ally the guilt of a certain kind of white right winger. That's right. You know, there are some people, or really there are just two types of people in the world. And I hate to categorize it in such a binary way, but Follow my logic here. There are people who actually would like to challenge systems. When they realize these systems are wrong. When they are immoral, unethical, unfair. And then there are those who would prefer to simply figure out how to fit into the system. That's immoral, unfair. They want to affix themselves and find their spot in this system. And get theirs while not caring about anyone else. Two types of people in the world. All right, YouTube, Perry Anderson. Yeah, some chose the Atlantic because the captors were hella nice. Man, this clown. Yep. Yeah. Um, Sweetback underscore lightning, Twitch. Doctor, you're qualified to do many things. Fixing what's wrong with this guy's not one of them. <laughs> we could try, right? We can give it the college try here. Okay. Um, We have an update. A racist student, we covered this, KSU. Well, now, finally, he's been charged with assault. Now I'm gonna remind you of what happened, here it is.
4: I hope. Could you stop, please? No. Exactly, your thank your thank bitch. you. I your yeah. Your bitch. Um, your bitch. yeah. I got the phone video. Me too. I got How the phone you your bitch. Oh uh,
0: you trying to get me to get her to like a chair No, I'm drunk. You're okay. drunk. Your bitch. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It took a while. We're gonna talk about that as well. Uh, Let's put up her picture courtesy of the Fayette County Detention Center. If you remember, this happened at the University of Kentucky. The student, Sophia Rosing, has finally been charged for assault. How in the hell do you do that and not get a charge immediately? Let that had been a blackmail, they would have had SWAT and helicopters and everything else at that building. Sophia Rosing. Attack Kyla Springs. Sophia Rosing was criminally indicted by a grand jury with third degree assault. Third degree assault of who? A police officer. Two counts of fourth degree assault. Second degree disorderly conduct, intoxication according to the Lexington Herald leader. Rosing is due back in court next month for a formal arraignment. After she was initially arrested for the incident. She was seen accompanied by her parents after being released on a $10,000 bond the next day. A statement attributed to Rosing blamed her behavior on the alcohol, literally, and insisted she's not racist. However, there has been no apology. You ever wonder why people who are not racist, when they get drunk, they don't say the n-word because they're not racist, that's why. Uh, after being kicked out of the university, Rosing's mother started an online petition to give her daughter a second chance at the University of Kentucky. Jill Rosing claimed that Sophia is very remorseful about what she has done, appealed for people to sign the petition. And downplayed her daughter's weaponized usage of the N word and physical assault. I mean, think about the privilege here. You have literally attacked an individual at the facility. Police come, you attack the police according to their report. And for some reason, it's okay that your dangerous behavior remain at the institution based on the narrative of your mother and other supporters. It is ridiculous. Um, her mother continued, she needs support to pick up where she has left off. All this madness and bloodthirsty, Jill Rosing wrote on the petition. What is one word compared to someone's entire future? As of Friday morning, the petition had fallen short of his goal. By only garnering 66 damn signature. There are literally probably people in her household that didn't even sign their petition. All right. Justice kind of moving in the right direction took a long time, way longer uh, than it should have. The assault was clear, it was on video, the attack was there. The N-word isn't even a criminal element. The other stuff was. All right, share thoughts here. Well, justice delayed, no wonder. The mother and the
2: daughter don't get it. No wonder the mother thinks her daughter, her daughter wants to go to March Madness. That's really right. what she wants her daughter back in attendance and she can go to March Madness and it's just not gonna happen. No wonder, because this is the result. And you're right. If it was not Sophia, right? And it was Tyrone. Yeah. Okay. Or Rashad. Yeah. That no question. Okay. Without video where that
0: exactly. would
3: have landed you. Exactly. I've been a Christian since I was young, born again when I was younger, been worldly, had a lot of problems, I'm not perfect. But I gotta tell you, it happened to Mark Dice, it happened to me, it happened to a bunch of other people I talked to. Before you're offered a national TV show, before you're offered a major record deal, they get you in a room and they say, listen, we want you to reject Jesus Christ and pledge yourself to Lucifer. And it was an off-record meeting with me when it happened, it happened twice. Mark Dice tells the story because it wasn't an off-record the meeting. It was with the largest, um, the largest reality TV show production company out there. And, and, it, and it happened to Mark Dice. When he told me about it, I believed it because it happened to me. It's happened to uh, Eric Muller, ManCal Muller. Uh, it's happened to a bunch of other people I know. And you're sitting there in the meeting with people in a high-rise building around an office table. And you're like, are you kidding? They're like, no, we're very serious. And we need you to reject Christ and pledge yourself to Lucifer. And I tell viewers that story, you know, 20 years ago, and they go, "That that that's that that that's insane." No, that really happened.
0: Wait a minute, everybody! I know what you're thinking. Alex Jones is off his rocker. I got to tell you. When I got hired at TYT, Jenk took me to a conference room, and he said, "In order to get this job," I have to denounce Alex Jones. Similar situation. (laughs) Similar situation. All right. um, Did you notice that the man said this was an off record conversation and it happened twice? So, Alex, when they told you you had to denounce Jesus and um, ally yourself with uh, the devil, why did you take the second meeting? I just got questions. All right, Doc. I mean, maybe that happened to him, but I can guarantee you it is not a normative tradition. Um, and I do have a question. Why would someone take the second meeting if they weren't at least considering allying themselves with uh, Lucifer? And he looks like he's in a Lucifer theme room. I mean, he's, <laughs> right. got like, he's got like the Lucifer blacklight poster behind him, the whole like red and black stuff. So he's really playing it up. Um, I guess I have two thoughts about this. I mean, I'm Jewish and I feel like
1: Man, non-Jews are got some stuff going on right now. <laughs> um, so that that was part of it, and then and then I don't know. I feel like if somebody's going to ask me to present my soul to Lucifer, it's going to be more like, I mean, I'm at a university. Like, do you want to be like on the personnel committee or the supplies committee? That's that's kind of the Lucifer theme that we have. It's not like a record
0: deal or something like that. So yeah, yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna try this as a hiring strategy maybe going forward and see see if it works. Maybe it works. So. All right, we'll see. Um, And also, Alex Jones, why are you afraid to say the name of the company that did it? Sounds, I mean, these things are not adding up, so we need to know this stuff. All right, listen, I'm celebrating another good cop, a cop that I would appreciate being the head of any police division that I, in, in a community that I lived in. Now, he, said exactly what needed to be said about racist white nazis
4: here it is these scumbags came to the wrong county we have unity in this county we stand beside one another in this county and we stand beside our jewish neighbors we are not going to tolerate this let me tell you this is not about free speech this is about violence Two days after the incident at the Speedway, one of these GDL members ambushed and shot two Jewish Orthodox folks outside of their synagogue in LA. This is a neo-Nazi ideology on display. They wear GoPro cameras, they rent U-Haul trucks, they spent their time traveling up and down ISB during the 500, yelling obscenities from the back of the truck. Clearly, I don't see anything that people can say this is First Amendment. This is nothing but pure, pure, pure evil. And I want to share this. There's a lot of people in this room, and there's a lot of people around this country of the Jewish faith who are on their hit list. They try to besmirch your character. They try to put death threats out on you and threaten you and your family. Well, I wear that as a badge of honor because I, too by these clown group, want to shut my big mouth and put a bullet in the back of my head. Go for it. That's my message to you. Go for it. You want to try to get into my computer and plant child port in there with a group of people that have an IQ of a 12? Go for it. I challenge you. Go for it. You want to put surveillance on me 24 hours? go for it. And the best of all, you're going to dox me and make me unelectable. Go for it. You came to the wrong county. I stand with my Jewish friends and I'm honored to be on your hit list. It's an honor to be, to be sought after by a bunch of punk thugs like you. That's my personal message. With that, I'll turn it over to people who are calm. I like how he was still courteous at
0: the end. So listen, with that, I'm going to turn it over to the next speaker, next presenter here. All right, um, let's put him up full mass. This group has spewed anti-Semitic hate, putting threats on individuals in the community that the chief is in charge of. This chief took a decisive stance. There were people who disagreed with the chief. He brought them all in the room and said this has nothing to do with some constitutional protection. All right, Um, Valusia Chief Michael Chitwood had enough a week after neo Nazis circulated extremist propaganda throughout the Daytona Beach, Florida area, and did not hide his anger during that Monday press conference. Chitwood identified the Goyam Defense League, GDL, they call themselves, as the organization behind the disturbing behavior, which included leaving anti Semitic flyers on people's doorsteps and hanging anti-Jewish banners banners from busy pedestrian bridges. Uh, this was during Daytona 500 weekend. This is something these cats do on a regular basis. On the 17th of February, the GDL held a demonstration outside of Chabad of South Orlando, harassing pedestrians and motorists according to the Anti-Defamation League. The next day, members hung signs at the Daytona International Speedway with sayings such as Henry Ford was right about the Jews. They later projected anti-Semitic slogans on the outside of the track. With one reading, Hitler was right. Let's put up uh, the picture of these clowns. There they go, clown show galore here. Chitwood name, GDL head, John Min- uh, Minadeo. is on the front as the ringleader. And noted he recently moved. California, after his grandmother's restaurant was almost run out of business due to his neo Nazi activities. In other words, the sheriff had the receipts and called him out. Uh, Chipwood also ran through a laundry list of arrests and charges the 15 or so members, gangsters seen in town, had on their records. He said, and I quote, let's take a look at these cowardly scumbags, he said, before walking reporters through a rogues gallery of those suspected to have been involved. The rap sheet included stalking, threatening a public official, aggravated assault, murder, terroristic threats, vandalism for defacing a memorial for victims of the Pulse Nightclub massacre, and soliciting a 14-year-old for sex. Please keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, what the sheriff is doing. He's building a case and getting what's called community buy-in. Now, I don't think he changes his mind if he did not get the community buy-in. This was more like a shaft moment. Uh, Either you're with me or you're not, but it's going to go down. Decisive, proper, appropriate. Now, uh, sheriff, you may have to get creative here they're leaving literature around, you can arrest them for littering. If they are leaving literature on private property, you can arrest them for criminal trespass. Once they get two or three, and it's habitual, you can arrest them with the felony statute allowable allowable by the state. You may have to get creative, but I think you're the right guy to do it, okay? Um, In an interview with the Daily Beast following Monday's press conference, Chitwood had one thing to say. To the leader in his group, calling their beliefs grotesque. Excuse my French, but if you, Mother Effer, mic drop. All right, love the guy's style. Um, there it is. Why don't we put people like that in charge of the DOJ? That should be the next Attorney General of the United States of America. Hell, make him the FBI director. Put him in charge of something uh, federally. All right, he had the right tone here and the right conviction. said the right words and also engaged in the right action, sharing thoughts. He also had the
2: right accent. I recognize that's a Philly (laughs) accent and he said what he said. said. I too love his colorful language. And now I know how Santa Claus felt when he came through Philadelphia. Okay, (laughs) he's not for it. You got the right one today and just real quick doc, He's recruiting on his website, one badge, limitless opportunities. He says, join an award winning law enforcement agency, make a difference. This time, I think it's true. Make a difference in the community under
0: his leadership, Philly That's right. Guy. That's right, and and really brilliant the way he did it in order to get the community to buy in and eliminate debates up front, very brilliant, Amen. all right, love it. Okay, the cops, they shoot a man unarmed over alleged stolen sunglasses. I kid you not, let's put up the picture of the family for mass. The family of 37 year old Timothy Johnson, an unarmed black man shot in the chest by police. Is demanding to know why he was killed, claiming he posed no threat. Johnson was suspected of stealing sunglasses from a shopping mall in Tysons, Virginia, last Wednesday evening. Johnson's mother, Melissa, told the Washington Post, he's dead from shop, shoplifting, not robbing someone with a gun, not burglarizing something with a gun. An unarmed shoplifter is dead now. According to police, Johnson, was at the Tyson's Corner Center shopping mall around 6.30 p.m. on February 22nd. When he was reportedly concealing designer sunglasses. Whoa, that must be a high crime. When Johnson left the store, the anti-theft alarm was activated, prompting him to run. Once out of the mall, Johnson ran across its parking lot into a heavily wooded area about a quarter mile wide. A Fairfax County uniformed police officer and a plainclothes officer pursued Johnson on foot. Police say they gave Johnson commands to get on the ground. It's unclear the amount of time it took for police to give a verbal command when they fired gunshots. Exactly how many times police fired their guns, also under investigation. Johnson was shot in the chest one time, and police state. They rendered aid until EMS arrived. Johnson was then taken to a hospital where he was pronounced deceased. Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis told ABC News, and I quote, I don't want to speculate why the officers discharged their firearm. Davis also said the department is investigating if Johnson was armed. But so far, no guns or other weapons. Have been found. The county police confirmed the officers involved are now on restricted duty status. The body worn camera footage will be released within 30 days, according to their narrative. The department announced a criminal investigation into the use of force is being conducted, and the officers involved will be publicly identified within 10 days. Police said Timothy was very well known to law enforcement and add a significant violent criminal history. But his mother disputes this characterization of her son. Now, anytime the police are wrong, well, nine times out of 10. If the police are wrong, what are they going to do? They're going to lead with a narrative that has absolutely nothing to do with the issue at hand. Once again, they're trying to build a case the other way. They're trying to build a case to justify the absolute killing of an unarmed individual for sunglasses. Damn it, who in the hell runs after somebody for sunglasses? Just be lazy and let it go. At least somebody will be alive. Sunglasses. Does that make you feel good? I'm talking to the cops. You went home that night. You went home that night. Maybe you have children. Maybe you have a family. And you killed someone with sunglasses. This is why people like you talking about the cops. You got to go to prison. Examples have to be made here. Because you're not judge, jury and executioner. You work for us. Sharing thoughts here. I'm disgusted and the chief needs to shut up now. Yeah.
2: They have the body cam footage. Yeah. Okay, whether they, they release it, they they know exactly what happened. That's the right. chief statement goes, "We don't know what we don't know right now. At some point in time, the chase something happened." You'd Stop, and to muddy him up, the deceased, okay, over sunglasses. What made you chase him? Stupid pills. It's like Rudy Giuliani 20 plus years ago saying, well he's no altar boy. When the police shot dead a man for no good reason, he actually was an altar boy,
0: okay? Yep. Actually was one. Yep, that's right, that's right. All right, we're gonna continue to follow that story. I think that story will have a significant development within a few days. We will bring you the latest. Sharon, always a pleasure having you on the program. Tell people how they can follow you and check out your great work.
2: I appreciate it. And I'm still waiting on those t-shirts, Doc. Make sure you you get them done. At at Sharon Reed Live, you can follow me across all platforms, Rebel HQ, contributor. Um, I love it. Love being on with you here on Indisputable. Thank
0: you so much. We love having you. You are part of the team, all right? Okay. Remember, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Take care of the planet. Remember the truth is always. Indisputable. Welcome to Indisputable. I'm your host, Dr. Rashad Richard. We got a lot happening today. What do we do on this show? We tell the truth. You know why we tell the truth? Because the truth is simply indisputable. Rashad,
3: great to be here. Congratulations on the new show. And I got to let everybody know that Rashad and I go way back.
0: People still need health care, so I won't stop. People still need criminal justice systems reform throughout this country, so I won't stop. And you won't stop either.